Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Ishmael Khaldi, the policy advisor to the Foreign Minister of Israel. In the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of the program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Long Beach Magazine. Coastal living, city style. <laughs> Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us tonight. This is the last show of our 16th season on air. We're very delighted and honored to have as our guest for the entire show, the policy advisor to the foreign minister, of Israel, Ishmael Khaldi. Uh, welcome to our show. Thanks, I'm very glad to be here. Uh. We're, we're delighted to have you as a guest, and uh, uh, you do advise the minister on foreign policy uh, matters. You are uh, a Bedouin, and you served in the Israeli Defense Force and uh, uh, for the Border Patrol, and most recently uh, you are published as an author, and you're your book, appropriately enough, is entitled A Shepherd's Journey. And you believe that some of the things you learned as a, as a Bedouin are applicable to your current work. Tell us what those things might be. Well, I, I, I used to say that uh, if you want to be a good diplomat, be a good shepherd first. <laughs> good shepherd? A good shepherd. Okay, what makes a good shepherd? Look, I think growing up uh, as a shepherd in uh, tough conditions, in uh, impossible conditions, living in tent until eight years old, uh, walking about six miles to school, that makes you a, a persistent. Uh, adherence to the mission, no matter what mission you are, you are taking, uh, never compromising, never giving up on the on the goal that you are, you know, following or working with. And that's a basic uh, thing for every diplomat. Well, I think it's good for a diplomat, and I think it's it's good for anything, uh, having to uh, overcome adversity and uh, uh, focusing on one's goal. It could be a a corporation executive, it could be a, 
a political candidate, and of course a diplomat. I choose to be a diplomat. Why did you choose to be a diplomat? Because I thought uh, that it's my right, it's my ability. I have the ability to represent my country. And Israel, as you know, is, um, uh, Israel, as you know, is uh, celebrating 62 years of independence. Uh, it needs the contribution uh, of its all citizens, no matter if you are Jewish or not Jewish. Uh, in my case, uh, I think it's more important than anything else I can do is as to stand up and speak up as a Bedouin Muslim minority for Israel, uh, as a Jewish state. You mentioned Muslim. You are Muslim. I am a Muslim. And uh, uh, obviously, uh, you can play a critical role in, uh, in linking the Israel and the Muslim world. Well, that's what the position I'm doing, is trying to uh, give my expertise and my uh, background, uh, living uh, as part of the Arab culture, and uh, knowing the Muslim uh, world, and to, um, to link or be bridge of understanding. Well, let me government. ask you, since you have this unique background, uh, uh, Muslim extremism is a, is a threat to America and to Israel and to many countries. Uh, how do we handle it? Are we doing a good job? What should, be, we, what should we be doing that we're not doing uh, with your understanding of the Muslim culture? You know, I think that Israel is doing what it needs to do. Uh, the problem is not uh, the Muslim world. The problem is uh, extremism and fundamentalism. And that's, just that's for the record, there are extremists in America, an, extre an Israeli extremist assassinated your prime minister many years ago. So extremism exists in every religious group. Look, uh, Israel is open to the Muslim world and to the Arab world, and we are ready to do everything, uh, you know, to talk to them, to speak with them. And uh, the, vast, uh, the, vast majority, the vast majority of them are open also to, to talk with Israel, to speak with Israel, despite the controversies that we have. And there are many controversies. I think it's a natural thing to have. Uh, most people want the same things, education for their children, home to live in, uh, and a job opportunity. Everybody wants to live, and everybody wants to live in peace with, your, with the, his neighbor, if that's in America, as you said, if that's in the Middle East, and if that's even in Europe and South America. But the growth of Muslim extremism in the last five or ten years has been quite dramatic. You know, if you look at Israel, 21% of the population are not Jews. Right. Arab minority. The vast majority of them are Muslims. I think the freedom of expression, the freedom of religion, that they have in Israel can be an example for the entire world, in my eyes at least. Well, I agree, and, and we in America feel that uh, the example of freedom here in America, uh, you know, there's a big line of people wanting to come to America, not that many people leave, and, you know, we have our imperfections, but people want to come this way, not, not leave. We don't have fences that keep people out uh, uh, who want to leave. Okay, there is no perfect country. You know, Israel again is celebrating 60 year, 62 years of success, of uh, prosperity, uh, not only on high tech and, and clean tech and, and science and medicine, but also in when it comes to treating minorities, treating uh, religious minorities and ethnic minorities, and that's uh, what makes the country beautiful. But there's a lot of there's a huge amount of anger, as as you know only too well at the occupied uh, West Bank and uh, formerly at Gaza, the, 
the living conditions are, are sadly awful, and, uh, and everyone's pinning the tail on Israel for this. You know, the, it's very easy to do that, but I think it's uh, sad to see the Palestinians split into divided uh, leadership. One is Hamas, which is a terrorist organization controlling Gaza, and the other is uh, the Fatah, which are, more, are much more open and moderate in the West Bank. They themselves are not agreeing with each other. They themselves are clashing with each other. So it's hard to, to, to reach an agreement and re reconciliation with them with this lack of leadership. Israel is ready to do everything, have done enough in my eyes, but still there's no, uh, you know, uh, one united leadership on the other side. We have to go to a commercial break, but let me just stay for the record that there's a diversity of views in Israel too. It's, it's natural. You know, the beauty of democracy to have different sides. Amen to that. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay with us. Electricity is different from any other product we use. We can't store it. We must use it wisely, but can't do without it completely. And there's no substitute for this special form of energy that brings us light, comfort, and progress. That's why California needs new standards that can keep utilities strong, guard against another power crisis, and protect consumers from the kind of shortages that often affect other commodities. Because electricity is different. When the Port of Long Beach employs more people for new projects and construction workers for improvements, it has a positive effect for local businesses like my restaurant, Las Islitas. The port keeps the whole community busy. <laughs> Especially our cook, Jorge. <laughs> the Port of Long Beach, investing in jobs, investing in you. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. For over 80 years, Community Hospital of Long Beach has served the greater Long Beach community by providing the best medical care possible with a focus on clinical excellence and a caring, compassionate, personalized approach for every patient. It is our goal to be the community's preferred health care provider, providing a 24-7 rapid response emergency department, a state-of-the-art cancer center, and a free wellness and diabetes program. We are proud to introduce CHLB's new bariatrics program featuring a safe and effective lap band system. Community Hospital of Long Beach. When you have a choice, choose the best. Continue our conversation with Ishmael Kaldi, policy advisor to the foreign minister of Israel. Uh, before your current position, you were deputy consul general here in, in San Francisco. And of course, economic development is the mission of consuls all over the world. And Israel, as you referred to a moment ago, has been spectacularly successful in developing uh, biotech industry, uh, uh, computers, cell phone stuff. So many things were invented in Israel, this tiny little country. Uh, it's quite remarkable. But uh, speak to the economic uh, opportunities in Israel vis-a-vis uh, -vis America. 
Look, uh, yes, the Silicon Valley in, in uh, Northern California is uh, blessed with the best uh, uh, minds on the, face, on the face of Earth with uh, Israeli engineers, high-tech scientists. Uh, you know, their, their contribution to humanity is, is, is remarkable. That's what makes us all uh, very uh, proud to be Israelis. Uh, not only here, but also in Israel. And you also encourage American countries to consider development, economic opportunities in Israel. Of course, you know, there are uh, you know, endless uh, projects going on, uh, joint project between Israel and, and, and America in all fields, not only in high tech. What always struck me is the lost opportunity with this continuing uh, divide in the Middle East between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Is it not true that the Israelis would, if, if we could come to some kind of settlement, would be willing to to share their expertise in water and minerals and everything else with their Arab neighbors. You know, the, the Middle East can be an oasis uh, to live in. Again, Israel is doing its uh, part uh, since 1993 when the peace process started with the Palestinians. But still, you know, the Palestinians are them among themselves are not, you know, divided. The Arab leaders are divided among themselves when it comes to Israel. Well, there are political forces at work that, uh, that benefit certain countries by keeping the, the pot stirred. But uh, uh, I, th I think it's long overdue that we reach a settlement. Now, the foreign minister who you work for uh, said uh, in the last month that there would not be a Palestinian state for the next two years. Isn't that a somewhat harsh statement? Well, he, he tried to be uh, very realistic. And uh, reality is painful sometimes. If you look at from 1993 when the peace process started with the Palestinians in Oslo, until now we are unfortunately still wallowing on the same mud. Look what we see now. Palestinians, no one uh, united leadership, and it's very hard to reach an agreement with them. He said, let's be realists. We wish, we hope that it will happen tomorrow morning. We want to reach a two-state solution with the Palestinians, but it's not happening. He doesn't think that until 2012, this can be possible. If yes, would be, Israel would be the first. So he doesn't have any objection to it. He just doesn't think as a practical matter it's Ex likely. Exactly. You know, we, the, the main issue is, is the reconciliation between Hamas and the Fatah, the two main organizations aspiring to lead the Palestinians. Egypt is trying to help them settle the, their own measures, matters and issues. And Israel is ready at, at any time. Well, there are some hopeful signs in the Fatah leadership with internal economic development uh, that, uh, that maybe there can be some, some movement there. And uh, I know this is an ongoing process, but it's, uh, it's not easy. If it was easy, it probably would have been done a long time ago. It's not easy, but I tell you, I think that, yes, the, if you look at the West Bank, uh, where the more moderate uh, Palestinian leaders uh, are uh, controlling the area, the West Bank has the highest uh, economical, economic uh, growth rate, in, I think, in the entire Arab world. There's no other Arab country that have the same high growth rate annually. 2009, I think it stood for about 8 or 9 percent. That's huge. Israel is doing its part, trying to help them. There are Palestinians who are you know, open-minded, who yes. are uh, 
economic growth and welfare are on their top priorities. And those are the people who will bring hope for their own people. And is Israel reaching out to the, the Fatah leadership and the moderate elements to try and bring them closer together? Israel is ready to speak to anybody that the Palestinians choose to have as leaders for the benefit of both sides. Even for the Hamas, Israel at the time said we are ready to speak with them, but if they uh, accept Israel's right to exist, stop the incitement and respect the agreements that Israel had with the former Palestinian Authority, which are much more uh, moderate. Many issues to speak about. It's not easy at many cases, but we have to speak. If we talk, we can you know, reach uh, agreements. And on that thought, we'll take a pause. Stay with us for the remaining portions of Straight Talk. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh no! Alright, you little trail sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, Dog. I'm totally naked right now. Continuing this fascinating conversation with Ishmael Khaldi, policy advisor to the Foreign Minister of Israel, also author of a recently published book, A Shepherd's Journey. Uh, I should mention this is available on Amazon.com. Or my website. Or the website that we put up at the end of the segment. Uh, there are some Israelis, though, that simply do not believe in the good faith of their neighbors and they believe that everyone's out to destroy Israel, and therefore Israel should not give up an inch of land or make any, any uh, uh, peace offerings because, uh, bottom line, their neighbors bear them ill will. What would you say to those? 
Uh, art, Israel is a democracy. It uh, has a government that democratically was elected. The Israeli government uh, know how to decide and what kind of, the, to decide, you know, the best, uh, make the best decisions for Israel's future, Israel's security, and Israel's prosperity. It's natural, again, to have uh, different uh, views uh, in the Israeli society against and supporting uh, the, or supporting the, you know, the, the talks and peace uh, negotiation with the Palestinians, with our neighbors, with the Syria and with the Syria, with Lebanon, with Jordan and Egypt. We have peace. We have uh, embassies in both countries, in Amman and in uh, Cairo. We hope that uh, we will have more relations with other uh, Arab countries. Let me mention Iran, which you did not mention. Uh, uh, it's no secret that uh, many feel Iran is working on creating a nuclear military capability. That would be an existential threat to Israel. And uh, what is the Israeli view of Iran going nuclear? Until 1978, Israel had relations with Iran. We had an embassy in Tehran. We had no problem with the, with the Iranian people, the problem with the, with the regime. Uh, you know, the regime is uh, calling for uh, acquiring a, a nuclear uh, power. We know that Iran have uh, enough oil reserves, uh, enough uh, natural gas for uh, power use that can be enough for them maybe for five, 400 years. So the urgency of a having nuclear uh, ability is uh, very dangerous, not only for Israel, but for the existence of the, in the Middle East. And well, and Israel is a very small country, and uh, uh, some observers feel, and I'm, I'm somewhat empathetic to this view, that Israel simply cannot and will not permit Iran to develop a nuclear bomb. A it would be an existential threat to the state of Israel and to others. Again, you know, we know that is uh, that uh, the um, Iranian regime since uh, August 2005 is calling to wipe Israel off the map. That Israel is the cancer in the Middle East. Uh, Ahmadinejad, the president of Iran, is uh, denying even the Holocaust. For him, there was no Holocaust. That is something that uh, you know humanity cannot and will not should not uh, tolerate. Iran is not only Israel's problem; is the problem of the entire Middle East. Israel knows how to protect its citizens. Israel knows how to provide security in order to build a better future. Our support, suppose that, okay, Iran have nuclear ability and the worst happened and uh, they decide to wipe Israel off the map. I'm telling you that not only there won't be uh, Israel, that there won't be a Middle East. If that's, you know, the, in Hebrew they say the tohu vavo that we want to see, absolutely not. There are many ways how to reach agreements with uh, Iran, and instead of investing in nuclear destructive capability, to invest in educational institutions, in health institutions, and yeah. the young generation is in, in Iran is looking on that direction. And they were very upset at the at the election, uh, the recent election, and were bravely protesting in the streets against the uh, miscounting of the votes. But I, I was interested in reading just recently that even Saudi Arabia, uh, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised, is concerned about uh, Iran going nuclear and has granted Israel certain privileges as far as flyovers uh, with regard to uh, containing Iran. 
Uh, I heard that in the news, exactly like you heard about it. I can tell you that uh, Saudi Arabia is not in uh, love with Iran. Uh, not only Saudi Arabia, but the, the, the countries, first of all and above all, the countries in the region, from Iraq to the Gulf states and uh, other countries, uh, are uh, nervous about Iran going uh, nuclear. Do you have any opinion on the wisdom of our invasion of Iraq? That's an American matter. I can't uh, <laughs> say much about that. Okay. Uh, getting back to your Bedouin roots of staying focused, what is it that Israel most has to focus on? Education, uh, health, and, and, and employment. Those and are issues, burning issues, really, on our country, on, on, on inside Israel, that the government have to focus on more. And what is the current economic? conditions in Israel. We're suffering from our meltdown here in America, what we're going through. Uh, how are conditions in Israel today? You know, Israel is a part of the world economy also. We are affected with it. Uh, we are influenced uh, by it. Uh, but the Israeli economy is steady, is uh, strong enough. Uh, last April, uh, Israel uh, joined the UC, uh, OECD. That's a world-respected uh, forum for uh, developed, developed uh, countries. And that's a certificate of honor for the achievement of the Israeli economy. Very good. We'll be back with the remaining portions of our show. Stay tuned. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks, an oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. Welcome to Rib Company TV. We've just witnessed a wild game. Let's go to the post-game news conference. Coach Weathers, what was the call when the pig ate the ball? It was unbelievable. I think he ended up calling a inside the park home run. Next question. Your pitcher was accused of having a foreign substance on the ball. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, it was the Rib Company barbecue sauce. Those pitches were sweet. What a wild game. But if you want a great game plan, go to a rib company near you. Sir, I'm sure you would encourage Americans to 
visit Israel. It's safe, and I know from being there, it's a beautiful country. It's beautiful. It's a multicultural uh, country, multilingual country. It shares so many things with, with America. And yes, uh, come and visit and see. It's far much more beautiful than what people see on TV. It reminds me a bit of California, that we have, you have desert, you have ocean, you have mountains. It's quite beautiful. Beautiful. And, uh, and history. Come and see, and I, you know, uh, host, uh, offering my Bedouin hospitality, which is the best known part of our culture. Thank you. Th thank, you. thank you so much for joining us on Straight Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you for watching. This is the last show of our 16th season. We'll be on repeat in August, so-called Best of Straight Talk. We'll be coming back with new shows after Labor Day. Remember to think ethics. For Art Levine and all of our crew, thank you for watching. See you next month. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and Long Beach Magazine. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.